Welcome to Divulge Talk Show. This is a platform where we as young people have meaningful conversations about interesting topics that empower and educate us within our worldly society. Topics that are considered taboo and finding ways to maneuver around them and make it possible for people to understand the importance of talking about it. Hey beautiful people, welcome back to Divulge Talk Show. My name is Mo Mabandi. If you are listening for the first time, I am the founder of Divulge Talk Show and this is just a platform where we as young people have meaningful conversations um, that equip and elevate us and especially um, conversations or rather topics that are considered taboo by society. So before I just delve into what I'm talking about today, I'm pretty sure you've seen by the theme or the topic, I just want to put a disclaimer that this, the purpose of this um, episode is not to support R. Kelly. It is not to say that what he did was good. Rather, I feel like he deserves what he got. And if he was to get life in prison, I think that's what he deserves. Rather, I just want to focus more on the aspect that there are certain things that people go through in life that lead him to doing certain things. And that is where my topic is actually coming from. So I'm going to be talking about R. Kelly and I'm just asking the question, was it his fault? Was it his fault that he molested those young women? Was it his fault that he sexually assaulted all those innocent women who were trying to make something of their lives and he took that to to his advantage so let's delve right to right into it and please let me know what you think please don't forget to share to comment to review whatever it is that people do on podcast platforms and i would really really appreciate it um so let me get started the robert sylvester kelly saga also known as R. Kelly, has made many, especially women, go through a number of emotions. Um, Women that have gone through sexual and any other form or type of abuse have felt the pain that R. Kelly has has caused. You know, um, what they went through is definitely something traumatic, something that one has to live with for the rest of their lives. And I just feel like what he did is unforgivable. It's something that I personally feel is not fair. And this opinionated podcast is not meant to support him, like I said earlier, because I am a woman and I am a victim of verbal, emotional and mental abuse that was caused by my father. So I wasn't sexually abused by him, but then just to go through the emotional and verbal abuse, that was traumatic. I mean, until this day, I am still dealing with it. I am still trying to find my way, to pave my way, you know, just to heal from all the pain. So having to imagine myself in a position that these women were um um when it comes to r kelly i really do understand that they really need time to actually get over to heal and to just get through it right so i actually know how it feels to be ill-treated by someone that you trust or someone that you love in my case it was my father every girl child expects their dad to be the hero to protect them and not to you know actually 
ill treat them like that as for r kelly um when i was watching the documentary many of these women trusted him you know how it is when there is um someone that you look up to you know a celebrity and if this person promises you um oh i'm gonna sign you under my record label or i'm gonna work with you you trust them to do prof to be professional you trust them to be ethical and then if things turn upside down you start questioning yourself you start questioning this person and it's it's terrible when those bad things happen right now having said that as people we need to come to a place where we understand that whatever things people do be it good or bad comes from childhood experiences or certain seeds that were planted by anyone and then in this case it's usually parents or the surrounding environment within the child. Now, scientists state that a child's character is built from the age of seven, and some say from five years old. And, um, and this is because during that age, the child's brain has developed enough to understand, perceive, and remember certain things that transpire. This also includes words that are affirmed to this child, be it a boy or be it a girl. So this is the age whereby, you know, I'm, I'm 23, right? And the things my parents taught me at five or at seven or at eight, I, I do them right now at 23 because that was the foundation. For example, I remember one of the things I can pinpoint that when you have guests at home, you greet them, you treat them with respect. And in an African household, as kids, we were told that you, you know, you go to your room or you just don't join the conversation so this is something i was taught growing up and now that i'm 23 whenever guests come over i mean i'm older now and of course i probably participate in conversations but in this case i'll be realistic and say i um help let's say my mom to cook for the guest however i treat them with respect you know so it's something i was taught and you grow with it so that age is very sensitive it's a very sensitive age and I'm not saying that when you're a teenager, that's the, that's it. No, but the things that you are taught when you are younger are more sensitive and are more, um, I don't know what to say. It's just the foundation, the platform whereby you grow with that, right? Um, I mean, I remember everything um, from the age of five, particularly the age of five. Before that, I would say I have... Uh, a glimpse of some things but then to to be honest with you if i am to say vividly i do have a good memory from the age of five until now so anything before that uh, i don't remember everything just a little bit but yeah so um according to taylor and francis group on average the earliest memories that people can recall point back to when they were just is to when they were just two and a half years old and this is a new study that suggests so i think it depends from person to person depending on how quick or slow your brain develops because there are people with the sh with sharp memories and at the age of two and a half according to the study they do remember you know things that happen to be honest i don't remember anything when i was two years old i don't want to lie to you i i, I honestly don't Okay, so now that I've explained um, everything, um, not um, everything that I we're gonna be talking today, and have elaborated that everything we are taught is because of our foundation at a young age, let us get to R. Kelly. 
I watched the entire documentary and I was bewildered. All the allegations, stories, and just everything the victims and survivors said broke my heart. And I do not wish such on anyone. I, I honestly don't. I just feel like it is pathetic. However, I personally think that what people sort of failed to look at is that R. Kelly did not just wake up and decide he wants to sexually assault or abuse young women. Instead, something was planted in him at an early age. This seed was planted and because as a young boy, he was vulnerable, had no one to talk to, he felt weak, eventually it grew with him. And the problem was this is that we live in a society whereby men are not allowed to cry, um, they're not allowed to speak or to become vulnerable or just to open up in general, just to say the least. And it is because of that that I sort of do not blame him for what he did okay and by saying this i am not saying he does not deserve what he got he does but remember this started when he was a little baby boy little five-year-old r kelly or little seven-year-old r kelly something happened perhaps we don't know everything probably what 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 he expressed in later later in life probably there's more to it or there's less to it or that's exactly it but then something was planted in him so many times we always, I can give you a scenario whereby we always um, tell women to leave abusive relationships, report the abuser to the police and so forth, yet we fail to try and dig deep as to why is this man abusing, why is he always violent, or why is he such a sex addict and all he wants to do is sleep with young women. We don't ask those questions, we just um, penalize the the. the, 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 the the person who's doing all these things and this is the question that we need to start asking ourselves as society i mean you are listening to me today there are some certain things that you do right let's say you've got a temper right you did probably something happened probably you grew up in a household whereby people would just show short temper throw tantrums shout and screaming in the house and you're five years old this is happening you think it's normal and because no one probably told you that this is not normal you grew up with it now you are probably a 25 year old person and all you do is just you just short tempered you lash out at people and all those kind of things so these are some of the things where but to a certain level you you are not we don't blame you but then um i feel like you were supposed to be taught or you're supposed to go to counseling or therapy just to get rid of those things. So I'm going to read this passage of something that I found on the internet and this gives us a clear picture. It also gave me a clear picture to understand why um, R. Kelly is like this or why was he doing all those crazy things. It says here, Kelly said members of his household would act differently when his mother and grandparents were not home. From age 8 to 14, he was sexually abused by an older female family member. Kelly's younger brother, Carrie, stated that he suffered for, from years of sexual abuse at the hands of his older sister, Teresa, who was entrusted with babysitting her siblings. Carrie stated that although their older brother, Bruce, was spared and allowed to play outside, both he, Carrie, and Kelly were punished at separate times indoors by Teresa, who refused to acknowledge the abuse when confronted years later. Explaining why he never told anyone 
one, Kelly wrote in his 2012 autobiography, Solar Coaster, The Diary of Me, that he was too afraid and too ashamed. Around age 10, Kelly was also sexually abused by an older male who was a friend of the family. So because all this happened and he did not get help, he did not get anyone to talk to, it affected him so much that um, he just decided, you know what, I'm going to do this because he never got counseling. That seed germinated so much. So let, let me also add on to say... Um, that R. Kelly, when I was watching the documentary, he was bullied at school for not being able to read and write. This is from the documentary Surviving R. Kelly on Netflix 2019. Now, this is where all this started and because he never dealt with all these issues, insecurities and trauma, it caused him to project all those things onto innocent young women. In the Surviving R. Kelly documentary, interviewees who were close to him mentioned that R. Kelly started visiting Kenwood High School in search of young women. This is where it all started. Now, um, during that time, because Robert is now expanding his career and fame, he becomes more appealing to the public eye, and that gives him power and pride. And of course, he becomes controlling and is able to take advantage of any situation including these young women so i'm pretty sure by now you understand where i'm coming from you understand why i chose to talk about this right at this moment he knows that he's a he has built a strong community that loves him and will do anything to protect him a parasocial relationship is formed at this point if you don't know what is a parasocial relationship go to my youtube channel you will find a topic i talked about parasocial relationships we all have parasocial relationships i do have a parasocial relationships with the people i look for um look up to and these are influencers or celebrities right um i'll give an example for example, my favorite um, influencer or celebrity here in South Africa is Numpumelelo Lidwaba, right? I look up to her. I do have a parasocial relationship with her. And because her faith or her values align with mine, if I hear that she has started doing certain things, the first reaction to that, I deny it. Whether or not I've got the facts, whether or not it's true, but because I formed a parasocial relationship with Mpumili Dwaba, I am going to be like, well, hold on. This is unlike her. So when people for when people love, I mean, guys, R. Kelly, I knew R. Kelly since I was like young. In primary, he was the ish. So when you love this person, you love their music, and you hear that they abuse women, um, you will not believe it. So in this case, he knew that he, he is now appealing to the public eye, and people are not going to believe him. So of course, it was sort of easy for him to get away with some of these things that he did, right? So I'm not really going to delve uh, much or specify every detail. However, I will pinpoint a few things that I learned from watching the documentary. Um, every woman who survived the abuse mentioned these things. You had to ask for permission to either eat or use the toilet. This is just to say the least. Now that, now that Robert wants to satisfy himself and he used such um, strategies to numb the pain he was feeling, 
Remember, he, he was abused when he was younger. He grew up with that pain, with that trauma, and he never got to heal. Now he's, he's using that to numb the pain. And usually when we want to numb our pain as people, we turn to hurt other people. And uh, yeah, in most cases, that's what we call projecting. For example, I went through verbal abuse right with my dad. And um, if I did not choose to go on through a healing journey like therapy and counseling, chances are I would probably treat my children the same way to numb the pain because I did not get healing. Right? That is only if I did not choose. Because right now I decided I need to choose to go to, for counseling. I need to choose to heal. I need to choose to be whole. And had I not chosen that, by the time I have my kids, I'll probably treat them the same way. And this is what I'm avoiding. I don't want to, you know, verbally abuse my kids. I want to treat them fairly and nicely and just be this kind mom and not this angry black woman, you know. So that's what R. Kelly did. He did this to numb his pain because he never, he never got help. So, I mean, I would imagine that a person being sexually abused is being told what to do and how it should be done. He or she has no say. Whether they like it or not, they are forced to do it as long as the abuser is satisfied. I'm pretty sure you understand what I mean by this. Now, because Robert was also in such a situation whereby he did not have a say the time when he was um, being sexually abused, he ended up using the same trauma and method and he traumatized the young women he controlled them and wanted to be worshipped because that is the only way he could feel better about himself period there's nothing more to say he did all those things because he was unhealed which i believe he probably still is unhealed but i am not the judge of that because i don't know where he is mentally in his life because all i know is that he's in jail right so um yeah and so this seed was planted in him at a very young age. It germinated to an extent that he literally destroyed people's lives, including his own. Yeah, because another thing, when you start projecting these bad things, you start by destroying other people's lives, but then there will be a point whereby your life gets destroyed. So for example, his wife, Andrea Kelly, she expressed the trauma she went through and how it affected her mentally, which is something she has to heal from because when she sees or hears R. Kelly, all those flashbacks come back. And if you guys want to find out more, you can definitely go watch this um, documentary on Netflix. So to conclude everything, this information was not meant to say that Robert Kelly does not deserve what he got. He does. He deserves to be in jail. He needs to pay the price, right? It is just a shame that he was not able to heal at a younger age and did not get enough help that would have him become a better man. This is all, yeah, this is basically all I have to say regarding R. Kelly and just to express and to answer the question, was it his fault? So this is everything I have to say about this documentary. My main issue was that people react because of past experiences or what they think is normal. And we have to ensure that we are at a capacity to ensure that traumas, fears, and bad experiences are addressed. Take a look at people who purely love, people who are not violent, people who just show 
empathy. They were loved growing up and all they know is to love. And then the opposite is true. So this is everything I have to say, guys, concerning surviving R. Kelly. This is my podcast. I will do a video that you can watch on YouTube. Let me know what you think. Let me know if I said something wrong. I put a disclaimer. I don't want this to come across as if I'm saying um, he doesn't deserve what he got. I think he does. At most, most times in life, I feel like pe- bad people deserve. I mean, bad. Okay, bad things happen to people, and that's because certain things that happened were not dealt with and they could not get help they did not have anyone to talk to and in most cases you realize that so many people are broken and they do not have people to talk to and it's a shame but it's life what can we do if you are going through a traumatic experience i would advise that you go for counseling and i know that therapy is expensive but let me just say this if you are living in south africa johannesburg kempton park um, Civic Center, the, 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 the government or municipality clinic, they do offer free therapy sessions. They do offer, uh, there's a psychologist who can help you. You can get to talk to someone and they, I'm pretty sure there are free online um, therapy sessions as well that you can get online. If you are listening from another country, please try by all means to have someone to talk to. You don't want to project these things on your kids. You don't want to project these things on anyone else for that matter in a relationship or at work or with your family. It, it's not good. And I do understand that at times it's not your fault. It's not your fault sometimes that you've got a temper, but something was planted when you were younger. But it is your responsibility to change. It is your responsibility to do what is best for you and for your future generations. So thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you really enjoyed and I hope you learned something because I truly did. And as we are all working and to fight whatever that we are going through i'm hoping that when we cross over the other side we become better people and we provide a healthy environment emotionally and mentally for those that are coming after us so thank you guys for listening and i really do appreciate it bye